All right, so the next statements that I'm going to make, they may be surprising. 1 plus 1 equals 2. 2 plus 2 equals 4. 3 plus 3 equals 6. Now, the subject of this podcast is not math, nor am I a mathematician. Why are you allowing me to make a fool of myself with this simple addition before you? Why are you not interrupting me? Okay? I mean, like, even if it was live, you couldn't interrupt me because there'd be a 30-second lag. But even though I have filmed this two days before I am airing it, I expect you to get in your dark brown time machine and save me from making a fool of myself with Simple Edition on my podcast anyway. What's your name? Person listening to my podcast. Oh, that's a much less creepy version of that song. What is he like? What's your name? Little girl. <laughs> okay. Women. Any women listening? Um, how, how many of you would be stoked about a guy calling you little girl at any point, in any context, with any words? Would that ever be um, just something that suits your fancy? I didn't think so. Okay. So if I'm wrong, hey, feel free to let me know. Everybody's got their preferences. Yeah. Um, if you want to be called little girl, don't ask me out. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. So, <coughs> wow. It's not COVID. I swear to God, I just, I smoke copious amounts of marijuana. So anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, I live in a place where it's medicinally okay. Uncle Sam, okay, don't don't come searching for me. I, I don't break the law. I'm a nice tax-paying Jewish boy. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my shtick. <laughs> if I ever had one, I suppose... <laughs> Moving on, Lord Huron, H-U-R-O-N, Lord Huron, they are your Lord now. Anyway, just kidding. Uh, They put out a new song, Not Dead Yet, and it is, it's smoking fabulous. I love it. Lord Huron does not put out bad music. If you don't know who they are, go look them up. They're in major motion pictures and stuff like that, like, you know, with their music, not their faces. But uh, they make really good stuff, and I just absolutely adore this band. And this new song is really good, and uh, we're going to listen to a little bit of it, uh, you know, want to think about it, and think about it in my head, put it on. Mm-hmm. believe how good they are they're so old-timey sounding but then they have modern production 
uh, and these modern melodies just over these like very old timey beats and like oh the vocalist is so it's what he's doing sounds easy but it's not like that style and being as meticulously perfectly sounding as he is in that style is so difficult and there's so few people who can pull that off and I'm so fascinated by this band Um, I have been for a very long time my ex turned me on to them uh, maybe five years ago and I've just been listening to them ever since they're just spectacular I can't oh my god absolutely amazing Lord Huron go check out everything else that they have released I don't think I've heard anything from them I don't like, and it's all interesting and different and cool and sounds kind of like that, but all like different enough that you're going to still want to listen to everything they got. Uh, they're going to make you sad. They're going to make you want to bob your head and happy. You know, they, they totally are all over the map, but like, you know, that's roughly right there is their sound. And I just adore this band. I absolutely love them. I love Lord Huron. You need to go check them out. Uh, Papa Roach put out a new song featuring Danny Warsnop that I... Uh, So good, so catchy, so cool. Uh, Danny Warsnop, of course, is the vocalist of Asking Alexandria. And this was Papa Roach featuring Danny Warsnop. <laughs> it's not COVID. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna make that joke every time I cough and like forever, even years from now. Just, just you know, it's like one of those things where it's like so awful, like while it happened, that like when it's over, it's just gonna be like ha. <laughs> Imagine if that was still a thing. Oh, you just bash your head off the wall until you faint. Yeah, that's just <laughs> good times. But yeah, um, Papa Roach is awesome. I think Jacoby Shaddix has just gotten better with time. Uh, he's just such a great vocalist now. Um, he's just he's just like he's like the. Like if you know how like the army makes like the barcoded like assassins like the hitmen like made for killing like Jacoby Shaddix is now like the like the front man like engineered genetically specifically to like entertain you as a fucking awesome front man. He's just unbelievable. Um, I can't believe the stuff this guy has been able to pull off over the years. I mean, not just obviously it's you know Papa Roach is a band of people that have been there the whole time and been crushing it. And just, I love uh, what they've been pulling off. 
like Help is a song that they recently, I think it either hit gold or platinum, and it's just very good. And I think that not enough people really talk about them. People love to talk about how rock is like dwindling. That's nonsense. That's a narrative. And I think it's a narrative like from the industry because they're like, no, come on, come come buy this product. We want you to buy this product. We want you to buy our hip hop and our country music because that's where our money's invested. But like bands like Papa Roach and Nothing More and Seven Dust and... Uh, I mean, I'm not crazy about Five Finger Death Punch because they got some cheesy stuff. If you got in the in the lottery in the lottery proportioned chance that I, anyone from Five Finger Death Punch ever hears this podcast, I'm sorry. I think you guys are incredible, hustling, work ethic, like hustling in the good way, like hardworking, uh, amazing, like business business oriented people that I greatly respect. But when it comes to your music. Some of the things you do are great. Some of the things you do are just not great. (laughs) Uh, I get it. If it's making you money, do it. Do it all day, baby. But like, I can't say that about anything that Seven Dust has ever put out because they're just amazing all around. And maybe they're not as rich as you. Maybe they are. I don't know. I I have no idea. But if I had to choose which band I was going to join, not that either of you is ever going to ask me. (laughs) Anyway, Papa Roach, really cool how they've been able to stay relevant. Um, I I love that there are rock bands that are still doing the thing. And the fact is overseas rock and roll that nobody's trying to bury rock and roll over there. There's like, Americans love to forget about the fact that there's a whole world out there. <laughs> and like, they're like, oh, there's a whole other half of the world. No, there's, a, there's like a whole other like 90% of the world out there. And like a lot of them love rock music and they do and it can't be denied it's never going to be denied the only people that are going to try to deny it are capitalist entities who don't care about music they just care about where their money went and making sure that their profits are going to have a good turnaround so i don't care about that so you can come to me <laughs> to tell you what good music sounds like <laughs> If you are in that group that goes to the radio to be told what is good, I suppose, you know, you you trust me. I won't lead you astray and I'll give you every genre. Next up, I got a, I got a rap song. Um, I love this guy. NF. I believe his first name's Nate. I don't know what his last name is, but those are his initials. NF. That's his, his act. His artist name is NF. I'm so blown away by this guy. I just, I don't understand just the, the passion and the persona, the energy. Cause like a lot of people like to think that rapping is just about the words. It's not about the words. It's about your persona. It's about your character. It's about your energy. It's about everything that you're making your music about. What are you, what are you around? What are you about? What are you standing for? And also what are you presenting to the world? You know, what's your product? And this guy, what he's doing is so cool. Cause it's pretty much like he's just packaged passion He's packaged his passion in such a way that he can present it um, coherently and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, He's literate. He's very literate. He doesn't have to uh, lean on swear words or repeating himself in order to get his point across. And he does say a lot of really great things. He's obviously well-read. I do appreciate um, his lyricism. 
especially in this world where we just <laughs> we have so many lackluster people that are able to somehow come off to the masses as amazing, but that's just because, you know, the masses aren't lyricists. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you anything about the human body like an, like like a doctor could. You know, like I can't I can't diagnose medical conditions. But I I can definitely tell you what good lyrics are. <laughs> just I'm a lyricist, but I also can't tell you what to like. Like just because I can tell you what somebody who's doing it well technically would sound like, and I can explain to you why technically they're amazing, it doesn't mean that you have to like what I perceive as good from the technical standpoint, because you're not perceiving it from the technical standpoint, you're perceiving it from the emotional standpoint, from what you're just naturally hearing when it first enters your ears. And that's the best thing about music. And that's why I love talking about it with people, because I am seeing something different than what you're seeing. And that's one of the only things in this world that we can actually perceive that's going to be perceived differently person to person when you're standing right next to somebody. And I love it. But NF is just, uh, I think no matter how you're perceiving anything, he's going to come off as good to you unless you're, unless passion scares you, unless you're somebody who's like, I just want to chill. I just want to listen to Lil Yachty talk about literally nothing, like literally nothing. Like half the words he says aren't even in the dictionary, but you know, instead of somebody who's just serious about life and about what they do. Um, I love this guy. Check this out. And what you see today, proceed indulging as always. The one trick ponies here, so quit your sulking. Born efficient, got ambition, sort of vicious. Yep, that's me. Not artistic, unrealistic, chauvinistic, not those things. Go the distance, so prolific, postal cryptic, move swiftly. Unsubmissive, the king of mischief, the golden ticket, rare sight to see. I stay committed, embrace the rigid, I'm playful with it. Yeah, basically, too great to mimic. You hate your bitter, no favoritism, that's fine with me. Create the riddles, portrayed and civil, unsafe a little. Oh, yes, indeed, it's plain and simple. I'm far from brittle, unbreakable. You following? I'm Bruce Willis in the train rack. I'm like trading in your car for a new jack. I'm like having a boss getting upset, cause you asked him for less on your paycheck. I'm like doing headstands. With a broke neck. I'm like watching your kid take his first steps. I'm like saying Bill Gates couldn't pay rent because it's too broke. Where am I going with this? Unbelievable. Yes, yes, inconceivable. See myself as fairly reasonable. But at times I can be stubborn, so if I have to, I will rock the boat. I don't tend to take the easy road. That's just not the way I like to roll. But you think's probably unfeasible. I've done already a hundredfold. A hundredfold is probable that I might press the envelope. Ideas so astronomical. Sometimes I find them I don't really got no trophies. I don't know why God chose me. Got something in the cup, ain't codeine. Changed my style, they told me. Now they come around like homie. Man, y'all better back up slowly. Back up slowly? Who are you kidding? How could you doubt me? I've always delivered. Ripping the teeth out of the back of my mouth. The close you get to my wisdom. See, my initial thought was the way. But what can I say? I had to come visit. Check on you guys. You doing This dude is on fire. Like, what? What? He's got so much to say. Like, and he's just like so like. Oh, he's like, he's like angry and edge. He's on edge and so intense. But like, there's no swears. 
in his music. Like, you, you're hearing it, and, like, I say that to you, and you probably heard that, and you're like, wait, what? yes, there was. You're probably going to rewind, like, you know, go back a few minutes and be like, go back, yeah, Alex, there is swears in this, see? You edited them out. <laughs> no, there's no swears in anything this guy does, and it's all that intense, and it's all interesting and different, and he makes all his own, I believe he makes all his own beats. Uh, he's so cool. Like, I... He inspired. He makes me want to rap. Like I, I like. I haven't felt that way. I haven't felt like this since. Like, oh man, everyone's gonna call me racist because I'm just gonna compare him to another white rapper. But like, I haven't felt this way since like I watched Eight Mile when I was like ten years old, and I was like, oh, look at him freestyling. Oh, I want to do that. I want to rap. Like, like what the heck? Because it's like his flow isn't like. It's not like Joyner Lucas where you're like, oh my God, this is technically brilliant and I don't know, like, like how does he talk this fast and, like, how does he do this? Like, Joyner Lucas, amazing, amazing rapper, one of my favorites and just, like, technically off the charts, I mean, above NF in my, opi- in my opinion. But uh, when it comes down to it, like, I, like they're different because, like, Joyner is very emotional too, for sure. But this guy's, like, it's like he trades some of, like, the technicality for more emotion. And it's like, it just becomes this whole different thing that I, I, I love independently of like, you know, my love for like Joyner Lucas or even Eminem or uh, Biggie Smalls even, you know, you never know. Like people who, who have incredible beats and stories simultaneously occurring in their music because that's a thing that creates the greats is you got to have incredible beats that are musically uh, cohesive, and then you also need to have just that that flow that's undeniable. And uh, this guy is just unbelievable. Um, his last album was unbelievable. Go listen to My Stress. Go listen to Nate. He's got such a crazy story to tell. I'm not really sure about the specifics. It seems like a lot of like, you know, broken home situation kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I come from a home of divorce and, you know, the back and forth is a nightmare. I don't know. He seems like he comes from a home of like maybe one of the parents left. I'm not sure. Uh, But that's sad regardless. But this music's unbelievable. This guy's unbelievable. You should definitely check him out because he's the real deal. N-F. Two letters. Amazing. Yes, indeed. He's from Detroit. Which is also where Eminem's from. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow, Alex. You can't believe you're comparing the two white rappers. You're such a bad person. Yeah, okay. Anyway, David Gray, laughing gas. David Gray just keeps on putting out heaters. I don't know what his deal is, but he's an angel sent from heaven to make amazing music. That's his deal. Apparently, because listen to this. Nothing in the world. Ride it on the way It's living dream
Throwing off the weight Skipping Yeah, uh, I love David Gray. If you don't know who David Gray is, where have you been? He's been around literally forever. Forever. Put out Babylon. Babylon. Wow, 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 wow. That song is on the radio just constantly when I was like 9, 10, 11 years old. I, I hated that song. But I, I like, uh, <laughs> I, um, I found other music for, of his that I loved like this year's love off that same album is just a spectacular beautiful amazing song this year's love and bitterness oh my god so beautiful heaven knows it's hard time the next album after that had the song slow motion which is just so beautiful love in slow motion somehow it don't feel real it's so so good so good. There's just like this amazing melody in that song and like in a lot of his music. And this is what he's just putting out recently. He's been putting out music for so long. He just he keeps getting better. He's never not gonna be good. And I love this man. He's just so awesome. So yeah, David Gray, Laughing Gas. The new album is called Skellig, featuring this song, of course. Make sure you go check it out. David Gray deserves your support. <laughs> He's not going to ask for it. He's just going to keep on putting out great music, whether you like it or not, because he's just, he's the best. He's so awesome. That's what awesome people do. When you're awesome, you don't stop. You can't be stopped. All right. Next up. Ooh, Ariana Grande put out a B-side off of uh, that album, Positions, which was really nice. I'm not crazy about all of her albums, you know, like, I mean, like, she's got music I, I think is amazing, she's got music I think sucks, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, um, but overall, obviously, she's she's an incredible singer, you know, she didn't discover the whistle tone, but if you put her whistle tone next to Mariah Carey's right now, or even in Mariah Carey's prime, she does have more control, she's able to do different things, she puts out more music that's more interesting and more versatile, and just covers a uh, a broader range. So I do think that she is um, more impressive. I never really liked Mariah Carey. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought she, she was just like a, a packaged product, whereas like Ariana kind of like, you know, she produces her own vocals. She, she does under, like have an understanding of how to uh, do some production. And um, she does know how to write some some mean harmonies. I just like some just crazy harmonies with the runs and the... It's just insanity, which she's able to pull off. And, like, I mean, it's really not my usual cup of tea, but, like, I can respect her her voice and also just some of the melodies she chooses are haunting to me. So I just, I, I do, it's, like, it's, it's one artist in that realm that I do listen to kind of on a <laughs> somewhat regular basis. So um, Ariana Grande, te- Guardian, Ariana, <laughs> all right. So Ariana Grande test drive. This came out, I think, like a day ago. Check this out.
you better check it out, you know, because I'm, I'm going to show it to you right now, you know? That's what I do, show things to people. Just recline the seat when I want it Give you a set of keys cause you own it Pull up, pull up on me Ay. No second guessing, checking the real view Ain't looking back unless it's right at you Maybe wanna stay through the night I will never leave from by your side Don't you know you got the right to die mm-hmm. Even when I miss you on the road You should know I'm always in control Cause the one thing I already know No She does uh, essentially like I feel like for pop What Lord Huron does for folk And like that folk alternative style That indie style Cause she's got like She's bringing back like this Like 70s, 80s R&B feel Like I love it It kind of reminds me like uh, Some of it reminds me of, like Michael Jackson beats even Or like it's, it's like before Mariah Carey You know like Whitney Houston type stuff It's like um, but like more groovy and modern and just, um, I'm really enjoying what she's cranking out, especially with that last album. I think POV was my favorite point of view, uh, off the album, just cause that the melodies in the chorus are haunting. They're just beautiful. Um, so yeah, I know that that's not everyone's cup of tea, you know, that might be listening to this. I know a lot of people, you know, you might listen to metal, you might listen to oldies, you might listen to classic rock, but I think a lot of people listening to this podcast probably aren't into that, but I think that uh, the production value and just what she's able to bring to the table vocally are just so worth mentioning that I'm going to bring it up, so you're just going to have to deal with it regardless. Yeah! Came here to party, that's what I do. I came here to rage. I rage in a party and I hang out. We, we hang out, we have fun. Anyway, so here's a really heavy track that's really kind of weird. And like, it's like, I love it, and I'm not sure if I love it. It's like, part of me is like, oh, this is great. Part of me is like, what's going on? <laughs> you guys okay? I don't know. But here it is Cicada Reflections. Uh, Reflections is the band, Cicada is the song. Here we go. like a roller coaster like ooh, oh reflections god they've just been around i think they've been switching up the lineup um i saw one of my facebook friends i think his name was logan young was writing with them and uh doing some cool stuff and i enjoy this 
I honestly uh, I enjoy it as much as anything they've done since Exist. Uh, Exist, incredible album, amazing. It was like their 2013 release, I believe. And um, they've done a lot of cool things since, but you know that was really what stuck with me. And this is different. This really switches it up more from that than I think they have, but like while maintaining something interesting and cool and just heavy as heck hell whatever it is we could say hell here i don't say he double hockey say what is that i don't know again i i only i only care about f-bombs and stuff because you know then they don't let people under 18 listen to this and it's just like i want all the listeners i don't just want half of them a lot of kids listen to stuff a lot of adults don't listen to stuff and vice versa so i mean hey Hey, we're going to include everybody here by not dropping any (laughs) F-bombs. But yeah, Reflections is awesome. Um, The guitarists are just ridiculous. I think Logie Nung did replace uh, one of the the other guitarists that was in the band. I can't remember their names, Um, but I do remember playing with them in 2016, and they just were absolutely filthy. Filthy. The vocalist was obviously struggling with something. I feel really bad about that, but he put on an incredible performance. Um... Yeah, and I just, uh, I can't believe how, like, <laughs> being on the road, like, you know, you, if you see one of your favorite musicians out there at a concert, and you see him struggling, you see he's obviously in a rough spot, but you really want to say hi, just don't, just don't. If you see that they're in a rough spot, they'll be back, they'll be back, but you need to understand that they are far away from home. They're uncomfortable, they're tired, and they're doing it for you. And they did come and they did do their job. They performed. They gave you your show. That's what you paid for, your ticket. You didn't pay for a chance to invade their personal space. And that's what you are doing when you decide that now when they're having a phone call or a moment that you need to now get involved. And that is cool. That does happen. And I mean, for me, I've never had a moment where I wasn't okay with it, but having done a few tours now, I can tell you it's exhausting. And I can tell you that if I had been doing it for a few years, there'd probably come a point where I'd be struggling with something and I wouldn't be able to give my all to other people. I think uh, Johnny Hawkins did a a podcast with Jacoby Shaddix and was talking to him. Uh, Johnny Hawkins is the front man of Nothing More, the band. And uh, Jacoby Shaddix is the front man of Papa Roach. And they were discussing the fact that for all the people that are at the show, it's like it's their one night to have the best night of their life and drink their beer and have a great time and yada, yada. And for them, it's the 70th night in a row. And they, they have to put up boundaries because if they can't talk to 20,000 people every night, it just can't happen. I wish it could. Everyone wishes it could. They wish it could. They want to love all you. But what he said is that when he does find those moments where it does occur, he gives his all to those moments. But you can't force it. If you do happen across one of those moments, it's wonderful. But you can't force it. And if you do, it won't be as special as it would have been. It won't be special at all. It'll just be you forcing them to be the... The clown, the, t- the, the, the monkey that claps the cymbals, the jukebox, the whore. 
that doesn't make any of us feel good because that's not what we are. We're artists. And we love you, so we want you to appreciate what we're doing. And we want you to love what we're doing because we love it. But you can't force us to do anything more than that because then we would be slaves. And in no other in no other industry, in no other profession would anyone be expected to do free work. And when you're out on the road and you've slept for an hour and a half in a van the night before and you're getting to a new place that you've only been a few times and you don't know anyone there and you have a job to do, it's it's hard to make those moments work. So, um, anyway, Reflections is awesome. Cicada is amazing. Oh, this last new release, I've, I've had it on repeat. I can't stop listening to it. <sighs> Love it. Love it. There's like a few musicians that I just literally like. I'm just like, ah, 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 giddy over. Like, I'm giddy over them. Like, Maynard and Dave Grohl. And Mike Shinoda. Oh, Mike Shinoda is so cool. I, I just can't believe the history behind this man. Anyway, he put out a new song featuring Ian Dior in Upsall, I believe. <laughs> I got the link in the comments, in the description, whatever platform you're listening on. So make sure that you check it out and give these artists some love. But Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park, oh, this new song is so awesome, and I love it, and I've been listening to it just nonstop, so Happy Endings featuring Ian Dior and Upsall, Mike Shinoda, here we go. Keeping me staring And they'll drag it on To make me respond To get more retweets And more sharing I don't need the manager No caring Cause what's wrong Seems so apparent Cause I'm too alive For bad f***ing vibes And I'm so damn sick To be stuck inside Right? Oh Too alive for bad vibes And I am so sick Of being stuck inside Like ah, oh, I love you I love you Mike Shinoda And these artists That he featured on this song Are amazing this song is awesome. The chord progression throughout the entire song is so beautiful and awesome. And I love what they did with this. Like, this is just so cool. The beat is unbelievable. The production is unbelievable. It reminds me of Linkin Park, but it's also modern and new. It's like if you took Linkin Park and then you put a bunch of graffiti on it. That's what this sounds like to me. And I just like, I'm just, oh, 
unbelievable. Like, so cool. Like, Mike Shinoda's been putting out music. Um, one thing I was really moved with was he did a, a remix of Passenger by the Deftones, which is one of my favorite songs ever, uh, featuring Maynard, who I just said was one of my favorite vocalists, you know, ever. And uh, it's just unbelievable. I did that in a, a previous podcast. I'll include the link to that podcast uh, in the description so you can see as well that. that and uh, I mean, you should just go check out that song. Don't check out the podcast. I'm just, you know, if you want to see what I said about it, then do that. But if you want to hear the song, just go check out the song. Um, regardless, <laughs> I love Mike Shinoda. And you know what? Like, I was going to avoid talking about it because I didn't want to get sad. But, you know, like, it's not like he's going to hear it. Mike Shinoda is going to hear this podcast. So it's not like I got to worry about making him sad, but that was the only reason that I didn't want to get into it. But like Chester Bennington, like why, what I don't understand. That was a really rough year. Um, I remember waking up and hearing about Chris Cornell and crying and then hearing about Chester and just like, it didn't hit me until later that night. And then I was sobbing. And then I found myself crying about Chester's passing for many nights, just frequently. And it's because I, like, I remembered. Like, who who was I, who did I play most in that disc man of mine from the time that I was 10 to the time that I was 20? You know, until I transitioned to iPod, iPhone, you know, all that stuff. Um... My disc man was Meteora. That was that was the regular. That was the one that was always there. Was Meteora. It meant a great deal to me. Um, Hybrid Theory meant a great deal to me as well, but not as much as Meteora. Meteora changed my life, and it made me want to be a musician and a vocalist. And uh, Fathom Farewell wouldn't exist without that album. And um, I. I'm sad every day. I I think about just not sad every day, you know, in general, but like I at some point come to thinking about Chester at some point just about every day as if he was a family member. And I, I don't really understand why, but it has something to do with that album. And, um, I love Mike Shinoda, and I love the connection that those guys had. So, moving on. And yes, the historical shout-out, as it stands, is Beethoven. Uh, Moonlight Sonata is one of my favorite pieces of music. It's very depressing, but I love it. I've loved it ever since I heard it. As a three, four, five-year-old, six-year-old kid, it stuck with me for a very long time. Um, gave me a great deal of respect for piano and composition in general and just like this is just one uh, it's mostly one instrument it's mostly just this piano and it's so striking and emotional and dark and there's just so many layers to it and Beethoven was everyone knows this he, he was mostly deaf not completely deaf but uh, he, he was, but mostly, like, he was, like, 90% of his hearing was wiped out um, before he even learned how to play piano. And, I mean, he cut, he cut the legs. I mean, this is legendary. If you don't know this, <laughs> you, you probably haven't gone to school because this is just a, this is a story that, you know, is very common in schools. 
uh, he cut the legs off of his piano, laid it on the floor so that he could, because he, he, so he wasn't born deaf. I, I don't know if I just said that he was, but now that I think about it and I'm, I'm having the, uh, his biography come back into my memory, I'm remembering that he wasn't born deaf. So therefore, he he did have some understanding of what he was doing before he, uh, you know, really became Beethoven, you know, the Beethoven that we know, um, and before he really dove into his craft fully, you know, with, with not fully, but like lacking most of his hearing. Um, what he was able to pull off is just spectacular. Uh, Mozart is also one of my favorite composers as well, of course, you know, just like, how, how can you not? You know, you gotta love some Mozart. Regardless, um, Beethoven's my favorite by far, just because I, um, his anguish and his pain showed in his music. And, uh, not that I, you don't, you can't love people for their pain and their anguish, but, um, you can love them for the ways that they react to it. And it's very sad what he, had to go through in his life he didn't leave an easy life at all he had a very abusive childhood and, and uh, all of that but um, I think this song is very fitting for the sort of time that he lived in a lot of people that didn't really understand much at all so Moonlight Sonata Beethoven songs um it's hard it's hard to listen to sometimes because you think about it and i think all the time about how would i react if i lost my hearing how how could i live what could i do and this man here he found a way to become a, a legendary composer after he'd lost his hearing or most of it, you know, 90, 90% of it. And uh, it's not through luck 
It's because he cut the legs off of that piano and he slammed on the keys for hours on end every day for years on end in anguish because he couldn't hear (laughs) he couldn't experience and love and feel the thing that he loved the most in this world the way that any of us artists and musicians love music and appreciate it and that to me is the darkest tragedy that any musician could ever experience and therefore to me this song represents so much more darkness than just about any musician could present and I don't think that the darkness when presented in a method of light work like music is a bad thing in fact I think it's the opposite because it can filter the negative emotions that created it from whoever listens to it not just the person who makes it. And I think Beethoven is the perfect representation of this bond between man and music. Not just men, you know, women and men, everybody. All the people. <laughs> okay, we can just say women. When, we say, when, we, when I go say mankind, we'll say womankind. I don't care, everybody. I don't, everyone. It's just less syllables, okay? That's it. This is not a sex... But but anyway, everybody came to party. Yes, Moonlight Sonata. Beethoven. I don't know if you know who Beethoven is. If you don't, like, go go to school. All right. The news. <laughs> Dolly Parton asks Nashville, Nashville not to put up a statue in her honor at this time. This is awesome. Um, they were going to uh, put up a statue in honor of Dolly Parton at the Nashville state capital and she was like guys there are bigger fish to fry right now okay you know what there's there's no bigger titties in the state but there are bigger fish to fry i'm sorry i'm sorry i had to make it i had to do it i'm sorry i feel bad now but anyway because like she's being such a sweetheart and i'm just making titty jokes but regardless um i didn't just make that to to undermine the story that's unbelievable just the, the, this what an amazing person to to be like don't literally it says that she said this is not the time to put me on a pedestal i i mean is there any more proof of how wholesome a human being dolly parton is i don't think so okay so amazing there's an article in the description anyway macintosh makes a cd player LED backlighting, a sliding tray comes out, comes out, and you can put the disc in, and you can slide it back in, just like your old CD player that you spent $150 on, except this one, it cost $4,500, Macintosh, 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 which I believe is Apple now. They made a, yes, yes. No, you're not hearing me incorrectly. They made a CD player. It cost $4,500. Please go check the article. Fact check that. And then laugh your butt off. Because, like, no one, no one in 2021 is going to pay $4,500 for a F-bomb. CD player. 
this news is this news to you it's not news to me anyway okay we're gonna move on so next up Jarvis Cocker mooned Michael Jackson on stage 25 years ago and Jackson said it's Thickened him. It's it was just sheerly thickening. Jarvis Cocker was the, uh, of course, the front man of what? What band? Jarvis Cocker. Jarvis Cocker. Who is this guy? You have a very weird name. My name is Jarvis Cocker. I mean, are you a porn star? No. That's unfortunate because, like, it's a perfect porn star name, and it's pretty much not perfect for any other scenario. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a nice guy. Founder, frontman, lyricist, and sole consistent member of the band Pulp. So he is Pulp. No wonder I've never heard of them. His name's Jarvis Cocker. His band's named Pulp. You're not a. You're, this isn't. That's not a. A porn spinoff of something like I'm kind of I'm missing something here. Regardless, article in the comments. Twenty five years ago, Jarvis Cocker boons Michael Jackson on stage. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, the weekend gifted Super Bowl ring from manager on thirty first birthday. Only sixteen carat diamond. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be great to just have tons of money and be able to do whatever you want all the time and just like waste it on things that make no sense whatsoever? Like, because I'm I'm thinking about that. I'm like. 16 karat diamond Super Bowl ring. Hmm. We're probably talking in the tens of millions. Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the things I would rather do with tens of millions of dollars than wear a ring. And it's like the list is so expansive that I just am judging the weekend. Like, I mean, like, I know you think money's unlimited because you're rich right now, but is it really unlimited? Is it really? Because, like, your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids are going to be happy. But maybe their grandkids, because of this Super Bowl ring, you never know, dude. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know I have a good point. All right. So uh, the next one, Nyan Cat. The the uh, the the cat that was made out of a Pop-Tart and, and like, pooped rainbows while it flew digitally. On uh, you know the internet, it was a very common thing. It is being sold as a one of a kind piece of crypto art. So you, you could be the lucky bidder to pay five hundred thousand dollars to have a piece of art that you can only look at on your computer. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. If it cost 15 cents, I would still feel it was 15 cents too much. You know why that is? Because I can go on Google and find a GIF of it literally any time of the day for free. It's like, I don't want to spend 15 cents on that, let alone millions of dollars that somebody's probably going to bid on this thing. What is wrong with people? It's okay, though. 
Because people act like, oh, well, if you spend money, it's like flushing it down the toilet. It's not, though. It filters back into the economy. If it goes to somebody, it's going to get spent on something because that person is somebody who has to live off of things. So, therefore, it's like no matter what you spend it on, it goes back into the economy. It's just a matter of like, can you still survive after you spent this chunk of whatever the stupid thing you spent it on was? So, it's like, I'm not really judging these people. There's no reason to judge them. It's like, you know, you can't really be mad that the weekend spent... These managers spent probably, you know, tens of millions of millions of dollars on this 16 carat Super Bowl ring because the fact is, where did that money go? Back into the economy. It, it's not a black market trade, so therefore it is going to go, it is going to have taxes paid on it in a great deal, um, I, I'd assume, right? When you buy a Super Bowl ring, you pay taxes on it. If you don't, that's a crime. So, so police, maybe do your job you know when it comes to the taxes because like that seems like a thing you only do with people that can't afford to pay them and that is something that makes me sicker than most things outside of things i'm not going to talk about right now so anyway uh next up apple working on a magnetic battery pack for charging iphones that's awesome you just throw it on the phone and just leave it there and it charges it and you just walk around like, oh, my phone's charging in my pocket and I don't even remember this is happening. Well, you know what? You know what, Apple? You know what, Apple? You know what? You know what? I have an Android and I've had an Android for like 10 years and I'm thinking about switching to Apple because I have an iMac and you know what? You know what? That just If you figure that out, I'm just going to have to do it. I'm just going to have to do it. I thought that Androids were 10 minutes ahead of iPhones. But I did this. I thought this because my phone personally was not set to satellite time. I had a friend uh, point that out to me, and I felt very silly once I realized this. So anyway, how ridiculous am I? Tell me that I'm ridiculous. Probably going to switch to an iPhone next time. I, I'm telling you this because I know for a fact that you're super interested in what kind of phone that I have because it is so interesting. Like, oh my God. Okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> next up. So in Ontario, Canada, they're going to start delivering solo performances or music performances. I don't know if they're solo performances, but they're going to deliver performances, music performances with like food and drink, like, like food and like, you know, with food and drink, but like as if it was food and drink, you can like order a music performance directly to your house that's like social distanced and like safe and stuff so that they can continue paying artists. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so giddy about this. Like, what do you mean? Like Grubhub for music? Sign me up. I want to do it. That sounds so cool. I'm moving to Ontario tomorrow. Just kidding. I love uh, where I am too much, which I'm not going to point out. But anyway, the uh, last story I got, Turbo Wolf, a band. That's all I know. They're a band. Turbo Wolf bassist opens cafe, only hiring struggling musicians. Super cool. I don't know where it is. I don't feel like clicking on the article right now. I just don't feel like it. In the articles in the description. So if you want to know where it is, if you're a struggling artist who needs a job at a cafe from a Turbo Wolf bassist, you make sure you hop in that description and you check it out. But I don't feel like going in there and describing it to you right now because I know that like probably most of the people listening to this are not struggling musicians who are going to move to wherever that cafe is to work there, hopefully. So yeah, <laughs> um, if you are though, I just told you about it, and I gave you more than enough information to find it on Google, so I'm not going to keep explaining myself in any way. 
live music just needs to come back. I'm losing my fucking mind. What are we all doing? What are we doing with our lives without live music and without being able to go out and live our lives? So let's pray. Vaccine, please do your job. Do your job. Do your job. And then I continue doing my job, and then I'll have more industry commentary for you that isn't just me trying to come up with forced subjects. You know, I want to be out in in the scene and going to shows and stuff, and then I'll have plenty of things to talk about in terms of industry commentary because I want to do an industry commentary of, you know, what I I work on, my life's work, music, all that stuff, you know, at the end of stuff. And I've already kind of covered subjects that I can do here. Naturally, I want to kind of have new stuff to go over, but nothing's really going on in the industry because of COVID. So vaccine, do your job, please. Thank you very much. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. I'm going to keep doing this forever. I love you.